Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a certified health coach, certified personal trainer, and soon to be a certified brain rewiring coach. We're going to be talking about all things training, nutrition, mindset, and hormone balancing for the Lady Climber. You can learn more about me and the services I offer over at ladybetacoaching.com and over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking all about relationships and brain rewiring and how brain rewiring can actually help you have a better relationship, not only with yourself, but with other people as well. So some updates from me. If you have not already signed up for my Brain Rewiring 101 Masterclass, it's happening next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I highly recommend doing so. I will put the link in the show notes. It's completely free. It's everything that you need to know about brain rewiring, all the basics, how to get started, what it's going to do for you, the transformations that you can see. It's going to be such a good time and you're going to be able to interact with other people that are interested in this as well. So again, I'll put that link in the show notes. You can sign up for that and there will absolutely be a replay if you cannot make it live, but you definitely do want to make it live because I'm going to be doing a giveaway for a free 60 minute brain rewiring sessions with me, which are going to be a super good time. So I hope I can see you there. It really is going to be such a good way to learn all about brain rewiring. I know I've been talking about it here on the podcast. I've been talking about it over on Instagram, but it's sometimes nice to have all the information in one place. So Synergy, the wait list is open for enrollment. We already have amazing ladies in the program. So if you're on the wait list, make sure you're checking your email. There's tons more information. There's the application in there and you can go ahead and apply and lock in your discount. Enrollment will be opening to the public next week for Synergy. So if you're not on the wait list, don't worry, gotcha covered still. So brain rewiring really allows you to get real with yourself in the best possible way. It's absolutely going to change your relationship to yourself. It's going to shift your personality in a good way, promise. And it's going to change your relationship to others as well as kind of a trickle down effect. And when you start rewiring your brain, you're putting yourself on a different frequency. And because of that, you aren't going to be the same person. But again, don't worry, this is a really good thing. The way that you think about things is going to change and the way that you not only view yourself, but the world will change as well. The way you make decisions and interact with others will change. You're going to be so much more aware of others' negative self-talk and their negativity and their own frequency and vibration as well. So we're going to be going over the eight ways that brain rewiring can improve your relationship, not only to yourself and again, to other people, because relationships are so crucial. I think a lot of us hold on to relationships that don't necessarily serve us and maybe they just don't feel good. So brain rewiring for me, when I started doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, like there are some relationships in my life that I have right now that like they're not serving my best and highest self. And before brain rewiring, like I just didn't know how to like let go of those. And brain rewiring gave me the tools to just be like, you know what, like to really empower me to make that decision to to surround myself with people that We're on a similar frequency as me. And when I say frequency, I think everybody wants to be surrounded by people that understand where they're at, people that have kind of like the same goals, the same values, and somebody that you can really connect with. I mean, I've heard so many people as adults be like, wow, why is it so hard to make friends? I mean, I've even said that before. I'm like, why don't they teach this stuff in high school? And a lot of the times it's because we're trying to hold on to older relationships that just 
we've outgrown, we've completely outgrown. And I think there's, there can be a lot of mourning to this as well. Like when you do realize that you've outgrown a relationship, you know, this can be with family, friends, it can be a partner. Like it's kind of sad to realize that you're not, you know, the same person that you were when you first had that relationship with that person. And I think a lot of the times, like we do, we keep ourselves smaller, we keep ourselves on a lower frequency in order to hold on to those relationships. And honestly, like that's just not, it's not serving you. It's not helping you grow. And it's probably not going to help you get to that place where ultimately that you want to go. So just know that it's, it's okay to grieve. Like, moving on from those relationships, but it's also okay to do so. Yes, it can be hard and it can be a really difficult thing to be like, oh my gosh, like if I let go of these relationships, like where am I going to find new ones? But just know that when you're holding on to things that aren't serving you, you're actively blocking new and better and different things from coming in. So once you are able to let go of those relationships, other better ones are going to come in for you. So let's go over the eight ways that brain rewiring can help improve your relationships, again, to yourself, to other people, like it's all good things here. So first one is going to be, it makes setting boundaries a lot easier. Once you realize how valuable you are, it's going to be nearly impossible to tolerate things that don't serve you anymore. So in the in the context of relationships, so again, family, friends, partners, toxic people or toxic environments, like one of the rules of brain rewiring is you have to keep yourself in as positive an environment as possible, which means that boundary setting is key. I know a lot of people really struggle with setting boundaries. It's hard. It absolutely can be hard because you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't want people to not like me. I don't want them to think I'm a total bitch. Like whatever comes to your head, whatever you've associated with setting boundaries. And again, one of those rules of brain rewiring is like you cannot be in a toxic environment. You cannot be in an environment that isn't actively benefiting you. So what I mean when I say that is it's kind of like trying to do all this healing with brain rewiring and trying to rewire all of these negative patterns or pathways. And you're constantly trying to like also slightly open up the wound at the same time. Like how can you ever heal if you're always agitating the wound? So when you do go into brain rewire, and if this is something that you're starting to do for yourself, letting people know that you're going to be doing this process, you're doing something for you, you're really excited about it in order to really see it through that you might need to take a step back from other things and that ultimately it's not about them, it's about you. It's about prioritizing yourself. And I, I really know that a lot of women struggle with this because a lot of the times we've been conditioned to be the caretaker and put everybody else's needs in front of our own. But with brain rewiring, you have to prioritize yourself because this is something that you're doing for yourself, by yourself, and setting boundaries around what you will and won't tolerate during this time. So things like technology, like a lot of the times, you know, we're in taking a lot of very negative things from the news, from social media, really heal these wounds and we're kind of like adding salt into them. And it's like, how are you ever expected to heal? This also goes into self-care. Boundaries and self-care absolutely go hand in hand. And I think a lot of the times we think of self-care and we're like face masks and bubble baths and things like that. And that absolutely can be true. But I think self-care too is like 
really, really protecting yourself, protecting your energy and having self-preservation and being able to say no more. So saying no more is really empowering because if it's not serving you, it's got to go. And if it's not a hell yes, it's got to be a no. You're always going to be saying no to somebody in a situation. Please don't let it be yourself. So think about it this way. Like a lot of the times people say, (laughs) say yes, because they don't want to disappoint that other person but are you disappointing yourself in the process like absolutely that's not worth it for you to disappoint yourself every single time in order to just potentially quote please somebody else so this is also going to be energy leaks or things that just don't sit right to you so those are things that you absolutely want to say no to and by the end of the brain rewiring process you're going to be a boundary queen like hell yes like boundaries so incredibly important it also helps to be in a group setting in something like synergy so that you can be held accountable i have really strong boundaries as a person so this positively flows down towards my clients as well i'm really able to see where where people's motivations are coming from and I'm I'm really able to call it out in a very loving way and say hey you know like why are you doing this for another person like let's get down to the root of this you know it's it's not I'm not blaming you it's not a bad thing let's just see where this decision is coming from and is this ultimately going to be something that feels really good for you because if it doesn't feel good for you let's shift and change that and let's set some boundaries around this so being in other people's energy is so important I noticed this when I first hired my my first business coach and then when I was in my first group coaching program that the energy is so supportive and being in somebody else's energy and if they're where you want to be ultimately you can actually like use some of their energy to help you do things like set boundaries and really help you to move the needle forward in whatever it is that you want to do and kind of like draw on their own energy Okay, the second one is going to be how to stop people pleasing. Oh my gosh, I love this topic. So this this is very similar to setting boundaries, but people pleasing, I think, comes from quite a few different places and it's probably gonna be different for everybody. But how often do you say yes to somebody else when you really want to say no? And how often do you put others' needs in front of your own? How do you feel when you say yes to what other people want in place of simply saying no because you feel obligated, you feel nervous to, to reject them, or are nervous they won't like you anymore. It's all of these stories that we've told ourselves in our heads. And when we do things for other people, this absolutely takes time out of our day always, but it leaves less time for us. And I'm not saying don't ever do anything for anybody else, but I really want to ask you, like, where is this people-pleasing coming from? Is it coming from wanting to be liked? And is that where you're deriving your value from right now? Do you feel worthy when you do things for other people? Because that can absolutely lead to a very slippery slope. If that's the place that you derive your worth, you have essentially associated, like, I am only worthy when I do things for other people. Therefore, you're doing less things for yourself. Is it coming from the fear of rejection? So being afraid to use your voice or voice your opinions because you're afraid people would reject who you really are? Is it coming from the fear of disappointing others? You know, it can be really hard to have other people be potentially disappointed in us, but ultimately we're not responsible for other people's feelings, but sometimes it's really hard to make that separation. Is it coming from the fear of criticism? So feeling or seeing criticism of any kind as an attack on your own self-worth? Is it coming from a fear of loneliness, really wanting to fit in and think that by, you know, pleasing other people, this is what helps us feel included. 
Is it by sometimes you feel really guilty if you say no to other people? And oftentimes, too, like when people are people pleasing, they have a hidden agenda. And I'm not saying this in like an accusatory way. I'm saying, are you pleasing people to then get something in return? And oftentimes, it's not even like you're doing it consciously either. Like, I really want you to be honest. Like, if people pleasing is something that you struggle with and you know that you could set some more boundaries around this, like, where is it coming from? When is the first time that you remember? saying yes to somebody else when you really wanted to say no and every time that you say yes to somebody else it gets harder to say no in the future but again like brain rewiring will really be able to help you with this and the last thing with people pleasing is it because you're lacking self-love so thinking that if you do things for others it can fill that void that you might be feeling and brain rewiring helps us to learn how to love ourselves and see things from that bird's eye point of view the why behind things and where our motivation is coming from in the first place more more often than not, these things are not serving us and we do need to say no to more things. Like it's so incredibly empowering to say no to the things that you don't really want to do. And again, if it's not a hell yes, like you've got to say no to it. And I don't want you to like miss out on fun opportunities, but I think more people could practice saying no more often, especially more women. And once you start to dive into like, where's my motivation for people pleasing even coming from in the first place, I think you're going to be able to really open in your eyes and it's going to feel a lot easier to say no to things. Number three is going to be being nicer to yourself and having more compassion. I lived a really long time not liking myself that much. Um, I wasn't a super nice person because of that. And like, what a way to live. I was super miserable. But once you understand where your behaviors, choices, and actions are coming from, you can start to become more compassionate with yourself. The better you know yourself, the more understanding of yourself you'll be. So doing things like shadow work, inner child healing, these are all huge components of brain rewiring with the goal and intent to get to know yourself in the biggest and best way possible on a super deep level. Those parts that you don't like about yourself that you try to keep hidden from other people, yeah, that's your shadow right there. The thing is though, you're a whole ass person and these hidden feelings deserve to be acknowledged and accepted. Once you start to realize that these things don't deserve to be hidden and instead trying to integrate them into your whole person, you'll start to become more okay being seen in a bigger, more authentic way. I know a lot of people are really afraid to be seen as they are, and we kind of like put on this front for other people, which then makes it really, really fucking hard to have like a genuine, authentic relationship. I mean, with other people, with ourselves, like it's really hard if you're not showing up as your authentic self, like how can you ever make those genuine connections? Inner child work really helps you to heal from moments when you weren't supported in the way you needed to be when you were younger. I'm not saying, and this doesn't mean that your parents didn't do a great job. It just means that you had things that happened that either changed the course of your life or changed how you feel about yourself or your self-worth. With inner child healing, you're going to be able to access those repressed memories that could be holding you back, be able to feel again, gain personal power, and that ability to set boundaries because you're going to know where all of that is coming from. You're going to learn how to take better care of yourself and gain a lot of self-confidence too. So brain rewiring really incorporates a lot of inner child healing and also shadow work because it's important to really go into the depths of our minds and see like, where are these things coming from in the first place? And instead of just like slapping a bandaid on it, like, no, we really want to get down to the core, the deep roots of like why we do the things that we do. And if you've never looked into shadow work or inner child healing, I highly recommend doing so. 
Um, I'm not going to say it's easy. Like it's definitely like, it's, it's a little rough. Like I don't want you to be afraid of it. It's something that I think is really necessary. And it's something that kind of like cracks you open in the best way possible. Like it's, it's, I think it's absolutely such a beautiful thing to know yourself on this deep of a level and be able to take those steps to figure out like, why am I the way that I am? Like, what are those experiences that have shaped me? And where am I trying to hide myself from the rest of the world because I'm ashamed or I feel guilt? So number four is going to be brain rewiring helps you to show up more authentically. So I touched on this a little bit, but once you own the parts of yourself like never before, like all parts of yourself, you're going to be unafraid to start showing up as your full self. It's really fucking freeing to be able to do this. So losing the judgment of others and starting to get excited for who you are as a full person and who you want to be in the world. You can't really be authentic unless you know who you are in the first place. Like, do you know who you are? Do you accept it? We are molded as children by our parents, by teachers, by religion, peers, and society to want to, quote, fit in. But as a result, like we develop beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that keep us acting in ways that we were taught to act, not in the ways that actually make us feel like our authentic selves. So this is just another plug for inner child work because, again, you're going to be able to go back to those experiences that you've had as a child and pinpoint like, okay, what are the things that have happened that have maybe caused me to not want to show up as my authentic self now here in the future? So maybe let's say, for example, you were a kid that asked a lot of questions. Um, I actually had this happen to me when I was younger. I asked so many questions. I remember asking my music teacher just like, why, 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 why? And at one point she was just like, you ask way too many questions. You need to stop. And from then on, like, I was like, oh my God, like, I guess questions are a bad thing. I guess I better not ask any more questions um, or I better be so self-reliant to where I never need to rely on anybody else for answers. So that moment right there really shaped me and really like kind of it did did change the course of my life. You know, I've been able to do a lot of work around that right now and know that like asking questions is not a bad thing. There's a time and a place for questions. And yeah, maybe I was asking like a really insane amount of questions, but those types of experiences, like it kind of like changes how you do things and being able to go back to those moments and experiences and say like, it's okay to ask questions. Like that's where that inner child work comes in being telling yourself it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to be curious. It's okay to ask other people for help because what did you learn from that negative experience? You learned that it wasn't okay to ask questions. It wasn't okay to ask for help, but that's not necessarily who you want to be in the world. Like I want to be somebody that does ask questions. I want to be somebody that can have the ability to ask other people for help and not feel guilty or weird about it. And one of the best things that brain rewiring did for me was to really show me that just because people saw me in a certain way didn't mean I needed to be that way. So for the longest time, I was told I was aggressive. I was told I was negative. I have a very strong personality, especially for a female. So I believed that I was, you know, it was, it was really shitty. And I, I kind of like the more that you're told something, the more that you're like, I guess that's just the way that I am right now, the more that you start to actually believe that. But those were not authentic to who I felt. I felt such a disconnect. I was like, God, like people really like people 
people really think I'm this different version of myself, but at my core, like, I just don't feel like that's me. But I started acting that way because I thought everybody already saw me in that light and that I just needed to, like, show up that way to match that. But the authentic me is a really caring individual, one that really gives a shit. And over the years, I started to harden, you know, from things like rejection, being made fun of. There's a lot of hurt and pain. You know, we all have things that have happened to us that really make us want to put our walls up and like guard ourselves. But brain rewiring helped me to heal and lower my walls, lower my guard. And what we think we might think that having a guard up is a good thing, but who are you helping by having this? Like, who does it serve for you to stay closed off to things like love, abundance, relationships, happiness, or joy? I know it might seem, quote, safer. It might seem, you know, to be more protective, but I would argue that, like, you want to have firm boundaries, but you want to have a soft heart. You want to be open to things because experiencing things makes you human, Like it's not, (laughs) the goal of everything isn't to just stay guarded and to never experience things like disappointment or rejection. Like it's to be able to experience those things and not have them take you down for a really long time. It's to experience those things and for you to be like, wow, okay, there was a lot of lessons in that. Like I'm thankful for those things because now I can really move forward with this knowledge and I can become a better person because of those experiences. Experiences. If you've been thinking about starting a training plan because, hey, it's still the new year, you can actually head over to ladybetacoaching.com and check out the array of training programs that I have for you. So I have everything from bodyweight programs to a hangboard program. If you've never hangboarded before, my six-week hangboard program is perfect. It's a great way for you to start getting introduced to the hangboard. You're going to be feeling really, really confident on your ability to use the hangboard. Like, this is just such a great program for a number of reasons, but that's the one I always keep coming back to is doing simple weighted hangs and it can feel really fucking cool to see how much progress you make from week one to week six and I actually walk you through how to make that program repeatable so you can do it up to like three months four months like up until you start plateauing honestly like that program is so great for being able to really see all of the gains back and to add that progressive overload progressive overload is so important because your body gets used to you training it gets used to working out at a certain intensity so that if you don't add additional stimulus you're not going to get all benefits and gains so again you can head over to ladybetacoaching.com check out all of my training programs over there and you can take 15 percent off with the code podcast all one word super simple and you can start those programs at any time you simply download them and again you can start them at any time which is great because that means you can sneak them in and in every program too I walk you through how to incorporate this with your other training so maybe you're doing some climbing workouts maybe you're working out at home I walk you through how to fit everything in so that you're not over training and that you're really feeling like you can recover well you have a good balance I think it's really important to really manage your work load and not necessarily cut things out like if you have other things that you really enjoy doing or you really do value your time at the gym I think it's important to keep those things in so I walk you through exactly how to go about that and how to fit things in and make sure that you're still seeing the gains and the benefits that you want so again head over to ladybetacoaching.com use code podcast and you can take 15% off any of those training programs 
Number five is going to be brain rewiring allows you to hold more space, both for yourself and others. And when I say holding space, this just means being physically, mentally, and emotionally present for somebody. It means putting your focus on someone to support them as they feel their feelings. A really important aspect of holding space is managing your own judgment while you are present. The person who's holding space helps to set the tone for a very kind, curious, and judgment-free interaction where the other person can really just be vulnerable. They can be themselves and like the term says, like have space to experience their feelings. It can be really hard to hold space for others if we can't even hold space for ourselves or sit in silence. And with brain rewiring, you're absolutely going to be sitting in silence. You're going to be in your head, which I would argue is fucking awesome. If you have been avoiding spending time up there, like this is going to be such a good way for you to reconnect with that and really be able to feel what is happening in your body. To hold space for somebody is allow them to be, to offer support without feeling compelled to fix them or to solve their problems. And holding space, like you're going to allow the person that you're holding space for to shift and allow them to be without being judged, without being told what to do. And they're neither validated or dismissed. We're simply like just letting them be. We're simply letting them feel the feels. And I know a lot of the times, like, we wish that people would just hold space for us in that way. Like, it, we don't want all the time, like, advice, answers, solutions, fixes. We just want to be like, this is how I feel and be able to talk about it and be able to sit there and then be like, okay, like, I can move on now. And if you want to be able to do this for other people, you've got to be able to hold space for yourself first because you attract in what you put out. That's one of the big tenets of brain rewiring is the law of resonance and the law of attraction is you can really only attract in what you're putting out and being able to really take a look at like, okay, where's my frequency at right now? And imagining something like a dial. So let's say you have a certain frequency and like, what would it look like for you to dial up that frequency to turn that dial up? You know, just sitting and feeling, and I know this sounds like a little ambiguous, but if you close your eyes and really think about it, like, what would it feel like for me to turn my frequency up, to move into step more towards those positive emotions, love, joy, abundance, happiness, and then on the other side, what would it feel like for you to turn the dial down, to turn your frequency down, to step more into those negative emotions, so embarrassment, shame, guilt, hate, like just notice the difference in your body that you feel because again, like we can only attract in what we're putting out and it's a really important, I think, experience to be able to notice where you're at in those frequencies and at any point in time, decide to shift and to turn that dial back up. Brain rewiring also makes cord cutting easier. This is going to be number six. Cord cutting is the ability to separate yourself from other people after you're done interacting with them. So this is an especially great skill to have if you're a coach or if you work with people in any capacity. So you know how sometimes things are still bothering you after you're not in that situation anymore? Like you're kind of like ruminating over it and you're like, oh my God, like I'm so irritated by that. Like your emotions are pretty much dictated by the thing that you experienced. Cord cutting allows you to walk away from the situation and leave those feelings behind to literally cut the cord and the energy flowing between you and that other person. So the way that I really like to think of this is that that scene in Hercules, you know, the cartoon where Hades is cutting the lifeline, like with those like rusty scissors. But even if you're not feeling negatively towards a person or the interaction that you had, you're still holding space for that person if you don't cut the cord. 
holding space is a really good thing, but at a certain point in time, you need to flip that back to holding space for yourself and you've got to be able to focus on you as well. So cord cutting is a really important skill to practice and ways that you can go about cord cutting. So literally like visualizing, I like to do that one. Like the, the Hercules one is always the one that comes into my mind. So when I'm done with a day of coaching calls, I practice cord cutting. You know, I love all of my clients and they can, you know, message me at any point in time, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to keep that connection open all the time. So I need to let them be and I need to let myself be as well and kind of like close that energetic connection down so that they can start to implement the things that we've talked about so that they can start to really take those training wheels off and not be completely reliant on my energy. You know, everybody has their own very strong, very empowering energy and to be able to let them step into that is really, really important. And with cord cutting, other things that you can do is like you can lay on your floor and just like really visualize this you can do something like take a walk like get out of the environment that you're in and kind of like change the scene you can take a shower like you can there's a lot of different ways that you can practice cord cutting it just kind of depends what works the best for you The next one is going to be feeling more empowered in your relationships and building that personal empowerment. So stepping into your authentic self, owning all of your shit and being able to be seen is really, really incredible. Empowered people, they know their strengths and they know their weaknesses and they're confident in communicating them. They really want to ensure that they get those opportunities that they want, but they also know their limits. They have no problems asking for help or for guidance. It's not a weakness. It's actually a really big strength to be able to say, you know what, like this isn't something I'm great at, or I do need a little bit of help here. And being empowered really helps you to build confidence in yourself. That's that's the main reason that I love working with people on training plans. That's the main reason that I still continue to do that aspect of my business, even though I have moved primarily to business coaching and brain rewiring is because the empowerment that comes from somebody starting a training plan, it's not necessarily that they're like getting loads and loads and loads and leaps stronger, you know, within the first couple of weeks, but it's it's really showing them what they're capable of. It's been there all along. They just needed to see it from a different light and they needed to see exactly what their bodies can do And it's probably a lot more than they ever expected to be able to do. And it's so cool to be able to be part of that process and see them really step into that empowered version of themselves. And typically when people are done training, they just have so much more self-confidence than they did before going into it. And brain rewiring allows you to take your intentions and turn them into actions. When you're visualizing and doing the rounds, you can live life more in alignment with what you want for your future. Personal empowerment really closely linked with self-esteem, self-confidence, but the true empowerment comes when you do convert that intention into action and brain rewiring doing those rounds really helps you take that from, okay, here's what I want into like, here's what I'm doing right now. It helps you take up more space, not to be taken advantage of, and truly be the light that we need in the world. Like, who are you helping if you're afraid to be fully seen as your authentic self? Who are you not to share your amazing gifts with the world? Brain rewiring helps you step into your intuition and trust your decision making. This is something that a lot of my clients really struggle with is not trusting that they know the right answer, that they know the right choice. And I have a lot of clients that just they don't trust themselves. And to me, that's just honestly, it's so sad to see that. But sometimes we get so black and white with what's the right answer, what's the wrong answer. And then we start attaching a negative connotation to things like the bad quote outcome. And then all of a sudden we don't trust ourselves 
themselves anymore. Um, I would argue that there's not necessarily a good and a bad choice. It just kind of is what it is. I know that sounds like really woo, but being able to trust that you're making the best decision with the information that you have and being able to move forward with that and then also trusting that you're fully supported in whatever decision that you do make. So the next time that you do have a, you know, a big decision, like try not to ask anybody else for their advice or their opinions. Try to really tune in and look inwards to yourself and ask yourself like, what do I think is the right decision here? Because that's a really good way to start practicing trusting your intuition and leaning into that is turning to yourself for the answers first. So the last way that brain rewiring is going to help you with your relationships is you're going to know yourself way better. And when you know yourself better, you're going to be able to know exactly why you do the things that you do, why you have the reactions that you have. You're going to be able to heal a lot better. You're going to be able to change, grow, and move forward. And that's part of the human experience. So a quote that's really stuck with me when I was going through a rough time a while ago is like, you were built for the struggle. And being able to know that about myself, like everybody was built for the struggle. Yes. I don't want you to struggle and it's not fun, but you were built to endure it. And having that self-knowledge, it makes you be able to be independent of any opinions of other people. Independence and self-awareness, those are also linked heavily to confidence. And by knowing who you are, what you stand for in life, it can help you to get a really strong sense of that self-confidence. And in order to be yourself, you've got to know yourself. Who are you at your core? Who are you as a person? And how can you experience peace if you're constantly trying to live up to other people's expectations or what you think they want you to be? You know, how would it feel to be at peace with yourself finally? Because the more and the better that you know yourself, the better that you know why you do the things that you do, the frequency that you want to be at, the easier it's going to be for you to move throughout the world with the way that you want to be. So think about all of these things and not only how they improve your relationship to yourself, but also others. Like that's going to be the trickle down effect. Improve your relationship to yourself and you're absolutely going to have a better relationship to other people. There's no way that it won't positively translate over to the rest of your life. So to give you a little recap of the eight, the first one that brain rewiring will help you do is it's going to help you set boundaries. Boundary setting is going to get a lot easier for you. The next one is it's going to help you to stop people pleasing and to start pleasing yourself a lot more. It's going to help you to be nicer to yourself and more compassionate. It also allows you to show up more authentically. You're going to be able to hold more space for yourself and other people. It's going to make the process of cord cutting a lot easier. You're going to be able to feel more empowered and build personal empowerment as well. And you're going to know yourself better throughout this entire process. So again, if you are interested in learning a lot more about brain rewiring, I'm holding a free masterclass next week on on Wednesday, February 10th. It's going to be a blast. I cannot wait to see you there. You can use the link in my show notes to sign up. And if you are on the wait list for Synergy, make sure you go check your email, go apply for the program because this is going to be life-changing. We're getting started on March 1st and I absolutely cannot wait. It's going to be such a good time and being able to be surrounded by a community of people that are in the exact same boat as you and they actually understand what you're going through like it's so powerful and I really hope that you're able to experience it in some way because yeah connecting with other people when you sometimes feel really alone especially with the situation we're in right now like that can be absolutely 
life-changing in and of itself. So thank you so much for listening. If you have not already, be sure to go leave a review for the show. I'm currently running a giveaway with Fizzy Vantage. You can be entered to win one of two giveaway packages of collagen. There's coffee, there's pea protein in there. And all you have to do to be entered to win is to leave a review. The giveaway closes on Sunday, so make sure you get your review in quick. It helps me. It helps other people find this show. Let me know exactly what you're loving, and I cannot wait to talk to you next episode.